Good morning, everybody. I'm super excited, and uh, it's not just because I get to teach, and it's not just because of the sunshine yesterday, um, but that was something. I had an awesome time. Did you have an awesome time? Two people? Three? Come on, what'd you, what did you do yesterday that was awesome? Huh? Worked in the yard. I know that's so therapeutic and wonderful, especially when it's 75, 80 degrees. Ryan, what did you do? Nice to build a fence when you're not getting rained on. Amen. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm super excited. Uh, and uh, in, in case I spin out of control up here, um, you know, I, I, I want you to know I, I'm super excited um, because uh, I've been, I've, I got saved like 50 years ago and, and uh, been pursuing the Lord ever, ever since that time. And um, I'm telling you, my wife and I have been really praying and studying and reading a Dallas Willard book and stuff like that, you know. And uh, it is so encouraging to me at, at, at the length of time that I've been following after the Lord and so forth to be to really grow and expand as a believer it's it is it is so wonderful I am so grateful to God that he is opening my eyes and my heart to a new level of of faith and and confidence and joy and and uh, love and acceptance it's you know and and I'm I'm still highly imperfect, <laughs> so don't expect this. Whoa, <laughs> he's like a saint. No, we're all saints, but but just to uh, just to have that inspiration that God is doing in my life, man, is just so. Um, it just feels so good. It just feels so. I'm so grateful. It's like you know the. It's like, and scriptures that you've heard before, but you know how it is as you grow in the Lord. It's a, uh, it's the peeling of the onion. You know, it's another layer of the onion. But our onion is an infinite onion. <laughs> it just goes on and on and on forever. And I, I am hopeful that I can communicate some of that because you know you can get people that are so excited that they just seem like they're not all there. You know, so sure they're excited because they don't know better. They don't know how hard it is out here. So. You know, uh, so sure they can be excited because they're oblivious. You know, and and I I hope you know that that's not me, but I could come off that way. So <laughs> I apologize. Let's pray and we'll get started here. <coughs> Lord, I love you. I'm so grateful to you, and I'm so excited. And you know how I am when I get excited. So so help me, Lord, to to say the things that you want to have said and to not say things that are unnecessary and don't let me blather, and, um, but uh, to really, really be and, and do what you want to have happen here in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. All right, so uh, uh, how, many, how many of you know John Lennon? Huh? Of course. But how many of you know John Lennon? Everybody, hands up real quick. So most, okay, everybody. 
Um, anyway, all you need is love. That's from John Lennon, you know, the, the Beatles guy. Um, but not quite the love that John was talking about. All you need is love. Um, really, to to grow and evolve as a Christian, this is all that you need is love. Um, and I'll ex- explain more as the time goes on. But it doesn't have to be uh, a really long list of do's and don't do's, a really long list of rules and all of those kinds of things to grow in the kingdom of God and grow in the destiny or calling or purpose that God has on, on your life is really is all we need is, is love. And we're in a special place here. I don't know. I, I know people are sensing it because I, they share it with me as well, you know, and talk about it. But we're in a special place. And, and I've had the privilege of being a, a witness to history in a number of different really great great things that have happened. And, and there's so many similarities here that uh, it is just exciting. It's just so exciting. Um, and, and so, uh, anyway, let's, let's go to the next slide here. What we have here is something that's awesome, but let's just look at these scriptures here. See how great a love the Father has bestowed upon us that we would be called children of God, and such we are. We're children of God. We are his sons. We are his daughters. We are his family. We have been brought out of darkness into his glorious light. That is who we are. And for this reason, the world does not know us because it did not know him. And that doesn't mean we should be this separate people that, you know, that's like, all right, we don't have time for you. You know, you're living in this darkness. You don't get me. Sorry. That's, that's not at all what that verse is, is talking about. It's, it's just that it's incomprehensible what we experience in the spiritual realm, it's incomprehensible because they're in a completely different world. But that's not the end of our calling. It is, it is just the reality of our, re- our relationship with people in the world. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not appeared as yet what we will be. Okay? And that's not just when we go to heaven. That's as we evolve in this world. As we mature in this world, we have, it has not appeared as yet what we, what we will be. We know that when he appears, we will be like him. We'll be without sin. We will be with not just faith, but complete confidence because of the reality of who he is, okay? Because we will see him just as he is. And then, <coughs> I didn't put it on here, but uh, at the end of, I think it's at the end of this chapter, I don't remember for sure, but the scripture says, as he is, as he is, which is what? It's present tense, right? As he is, present tense. Not as he was when he was walking the, wor- the earth, but as he is now, so are we in this world. All right? Man. Man. That is wrap your head around that scripture. And and I love what Dallas Willard's been teaching me from this. And I don't have any quotes by him. But but I love what he says is like 
we, we know scriptures, we even believe them, but we don't live as if we truly do believe him. Okay? And that's the beauty of growing in the Lord is that you get to experience the manifestation of I do believe this and now I'm living it. Now it's real to me. Now I'm walking that way. And for me personally, the growth that is happening in me is really, really truly envisioning a life without fear, without worry, and without anxiety. I am not there, but the door has been open for me personally to believe that that can be my reality. And, and that reality, man, <laughs> that is amazing. And it's reachable, it's attainable, it's tangible. And I'm just, I'm just on the cusp of it, you know. It is, it is awesome. It is awesome, the truth of his word and really, really living it out. And I believe, folks, we are in the process of these kinds of realities becoming more and more abundant. And we're going to hear stories from all the different people about what is happening, how the word is exploding in our life, and how his spirit is making it come alive in our daily life, not just in our minds and our beliefs, but actually in our daily lives. That's the wonder of pursuing the Lord. All right, next scripture. This is, uh, this is what I'm talking about. In the meantime, we're going to be something when we see him face to face. But in the meantime, this is, this is in this place, right here at, at I-90 Church, we like each other. Don't you just don't you just get a good feeling walking in? It's like ah, oh, we we do. We really like each other. <laughs> so awesome. Okay, we care for each other. We we want to know what's going on with one another and and how we can support it. Okay, we have love for each other. I really and I know y you feel the same way. It's like ah. Oh, we do mourn when people mourn. We do, you know, we, we, we grieve when people grieve. We get excited when things happen, all, all those kind of things. And it's, and it's personal. It's, we know, okay? We share love with each other, a hug, uh, whatever, you know, all those, all those kinds of things. And, and like, I, like I said earlier, love can be sensed in this place. Love can be felt in this place. Now, if that's not your current reality, hang on. Let us know more. It, it takes work to enter in. But if, if that's not your experience, please hang in there. Talk to us because that is the overall general feeling in this place. And we know that because of, of hurt and bitterness and past things that have gone on, people are a little bit reticent or a little bit resistant to entering in and connecting with that level of community, but I'm telling you, it is the reality of what's, what's going on here. And uh, Kenny, I am so excited about what you're doing. Awesome. We are just talking about that last week with Tony, or, or a couple weeks ago with Tony. Like, we need something like this that... Anyway, I'm, I'm getting off track. So God is lifting us to another place now and forever. And, and I believe it's also super in the realm of the supernatural as well. I believe healings. I believe in miracles. I believe in a lot of stuff that God wants.
wants to do. And, you know, this, this very first place here is kind of like the, uh, the, the, the book of Acts, you know, where they were all together in unified. They were all together in one accord. There was, they were all together caring for and loving each other. You know, the, uh, the only thing that was happening was that the Lord was gone. Jesus was, was no longer physically in their presence. But their, but their love and connection and support of one another was all there, and uh, and 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 I know that there are that there's a spiritual passion and a desire and a hunger, but also we're doing this arm in arm with one another where we let's go together, let's pray together, let's get healing together, let's grow together, let's reach our community together. You know, all of those kinds of things are going on, and in the midst of that is when the Holy Spirit showed up like never before and I believe that pattern we're all set for here so let's look a little at it a little bit here 1st Corinthians 12 um, as I said here hold on a second we have the foundation for the supernatural and, and I'm just going to briefly touch on these things uh, at the beginning of chapter 12 it says now concerning spiritual gifts that's verse uh, verse number one of chapter 12 now concerning spiritual gifts brethren I do not want you to be unaware okay so I'm just I'm just kind of pointing it out, this out to us we don't want to be unaware of the fact that God has spiritual gifts that he desires the body of Christ to be operating in okay and uh, and I believe you know we need to be thinking we need to be praying we need to be, be believing for these things to manifest and and you know it's not like some weirdo is going to walk through the door and oh okay here's a spiritual gift guy you know like he's some kind of in a clown suit or something you know we've seen some of that haven't we anyway i'm talking about real people regular folks filled with the holy ghost and touching and being used by god in a powerful way and and those are uh nine of is that good? Yeah, nine, nine of them that are in uh, that particular chapter, chapter 12. Word of wisdom. I'm not going to go through each one of them and, and talk about what they are. That would be probably a whole series that it would take to be able to describe that. But those are some of the things that I believe that God wants us to do. And then going into next, next uh, I'm going to jump to chapter 14 on the next scripture. So this is a quick little sum, summation of what is in chapter 14. Uh it is to embrace the supernatural, utilize it for your own personal growth. That's where he's talking about the difference between your personal prayer language and having a, a gift of tongues for the edification of the entire church that also follows with interpretation of that. He talks about that quite a bit there. But Paul, uh, in that in that chapter in particular he says the most important thing is for the edification of the church these gifts and so forth are for the edification of the church but then in speaking of the clowns coming in and and doing all the we love jesus kind of thing um and and just so you know <laughs> a little bit of my story i um was a, a skeptic and a cynic and one time I, Benny Hinn came to our church, not that he was the clown, but uh, he came to our church one time, and uh, I sat in the second row. I was one of the people on staff, and I normally sat in the front row where all the, you know, pastors were supposed to sit, and I sat in the second row <laughs> because I was afraid <laughs> that he was going to, you know, 
pull me up and do some wooku-wooku things, you know, and, and I was like, I'm not sitting up there. And, and sure enough, he's walking along, preaching and stuff, and he comes up to my wife, you know, she's sitting next to two other couples, it's, and he's like, well, why are you here by yourself, you know? And he's like, uh, I'm not. Well, where's your husband? <laughs> and she rats me out. <laughs> <laughs> he's back there, and he looks at me, and he goes, Oh, you were afraid I was going to do something, weren't you? And I said, Yes. <laughs> I said, Come on up here. <laughs> so I got, I got called out in, in spite of that. But anyway, uh, I, I was a, a, another example to give you how significant it is to me to have things done properly and decently and in order in case you were thinking I was a clown that was in walking around in normal clothes getting ready to give me the opportunity to go crazy you know in case you thought that there was another time where we had this person at our church also and they went down and prayed for for everybody and uh, every single person boom 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 and they're all laid out and they and then I was in the middle of that and she prayed for me and I didn't go down and then it's all over, <laughs> and there's like literally like 40 people on that side laying on the floor, 40 people on that side laying on the floor, and there's, there's Bob, <laughs> this pillar of unbelief, <laughs> this pillar of skepticism and cynicism, it's like, God, what's wrong with me? Why didn't I, you know, all those kinds of things. So, uh, so relax if you're like, what is he got going on? Decent in order is a high priority. But being open and having faith to believe that God wants to do something supernatural in us to build us and strengthen us, that's our God. That's our God. That's what he wants. All right, but remember the first slide. All you need is love. You know the song? Not with that version. Huh? All right, let's go to the next, next slide. Uh, oh, I missed the last slide, didn't I? Sorry. Can you back me up? Sorry about that. So in the middle of these two two chapters, I get a little ahead of myself, as you can imagine. Uh, chapter tw- In the middle of these two things, chapter 12 and chapter 14, is, is love. And that's obviously not coincidental. It, you know, it is definitely planned by God. But uh, so, so love is in the midst of it. And chapter 12 ends with this. But earnestly desire the greater gifts. Okay, all he he wants us not to be unaware, and he wants us to desire spiritual gifts in our lives, and he wants the greater gifts, which is for the edification of the church. In other words, other people we want to help and and build and and heal other people through the power of his spirit. But I will show you a still more excellent way, and that's the next slide here, which is the one that we always hear at weddings and things like that. But if I speak with the tongues of men, this is, as you can see, 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 3. If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but do not have love, I become a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and know all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith, all faith, so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. So, you know, all the stuff that we've been talking about, the supernatural things, are really nothing without love. 
And if I give all of my possessions to feed the poor, and if I surrender my body to be burned, but do not have love, it profits me nothing. All right. So, next, next slide. Love is patient. Love is kind. Is not jealous. Love does not brag. It is not arrogant. It does not act unbecomingly. It does not seek its own. It is not provoked. Does not take into account a wrong suffered. Does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love never fails. And typically, by the time I get to the end of this portion of Scripture, I think, I suck. <laughs> I don't love anybody. <laughs> it, I am so imperfect, you know. And look at that. Who does that? Who does all of those things? God does. Jesus does. The same spirit that raised Christ, Christ lives in us. And he does that through the imperfect vessels that we are. He does that in spite of our selfishness and rudeness and pride and all those kinds of things. God does that. And it is, I'm so grateful for that, that God is working in our lives to be able to accomplish that. Let's go to the next slide. Like I, I just, I just want to make sure I said this. <laughs> so I, I start thinking about what I need to be doing better and what I need to stop doing. And I should be doing this and I should be doing that. I get right out of being in the realm of the spirit and get right into religion. Religion is all about a bunch of rules and do's and don'ts and where you're coming up short and all of those kinds of things and that is not God. That is not his heart. It is not what he wants. He wants us to be connected with him. He wants us to be filled with his spirit. You know, he wants us to 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 he completely understands that we are earthen vessels carrying his message, carrying his life, carrying his power. All right, let's go to the next next And here's the uh, Here's a few really powerful scriptures that we believe and we want to keep on believing until it's normal that we live that way. So human effort to, to love is destined to fail okay? because God is love. Loving is perfection. Love that we just read about in Corinthians, that's, that's perfection. And only God is perfect. Only God is perfect. So our human effort, if we're doing it like and, and believe me, I have done a lot of things to try and improve in my love. You know, I got did all the things that I'm supposed to do and do this to Judy, do that to my wife, you know, all these, do this for my kids, all those kinds of things, and, and quickly I, I fail at, at those kinds of things. That's just not how it works, you know. It is, it is through a connection with the Lord that love manifests and grows in us, okay? 1 John 4, 8, God is love. God is love. And it's not talking about romance and all that kind of stuff. It's talking about the 1 Corinthians 13 definition of what love, all of those kinds of things. God is love. And so, from James chapter 4, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. I remember when I first got saved in the drug rehabilitation program, uh, 50 years ago, 
year and a half long rehab, inpatient program. There was a man there that I wanted to learn how to live life like he was living life. And I would sit in his presence, and I would be a little bit nervous because I was afraid he was going to call me out. You know, I felt like he could see everything about me and stuff. But sitting in his presence just made me feel bigger, just made me feel more loving, just made me feel like I want to I want to be better. I want to be better just being in his presence. And he was anything but perfect, as I learned later on. But it just compelled me to want to be a better person. Well, God, and he was just a human. God is God of the universe. And as we sit in his presence, as we bask in the reality of who he is, as we grow in our faith, you know, the, and here's one of those scriptures that we believe it, but we don't really live it. You know, in his, well, let me give you two or three scriptures. It says that God inhabits the praises of his people. He comes and lives and dwells in our praises, okay? And it says, in his presence, in his presence is fullness of joy. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. So from, from beginning with praise and ending with great strength, it's a process. And we say those things and we believe those things, but it takes a connection with God in order for us to live it out. And so drawing near to God is, and it's not just, okay, I'm going to, you do need to figure out time where that can happen because we all have this busy life, but then it is really transitioning into something that inspires you to set aside the cares of this world, to set aside the busyness of our life and just say, Lord, I just want to, I just want to dwell with you a little bit here and trust that you can expand my heart trust that you can expand my faith trust that you are working in my life and the end result is love expands in who you are love expands in what we do because of who god is this the fruit of the spirit which is not something you know the uh, um i'm watching my time so i don't go too long um uh, Paul in Galatians, he makes a comparison between the works of the flesh and the fruit of the Spirit. Work, when you, when you do work, you know, you work for so much time, you get paid for so much time. You do the work of the flesh, you get consequences as a result of that. But it's not that way with the fruit of the Spirit. He doesn't say the work of the Spirit. You know, like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tithe, I'm going to pray, I'm going to read the Bible, all those kind of things. Tick, 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 tick. Okay, God, you owe me $12 an hour for these. You know, it, it's, it's, it's not wages that you get paid. It is a natural fruit. It's a natural byproduct of the life that is in us and then watering it and fertilizing it and getting sunshine and all those kinds of things. And fruit grows and fruit evolves. And the fruit of the Spirit is love. And then all of its subcategories and peace and all of those types of things. And so, um, and so time with Him, it's intentional 
to be mindful of that moment of his presence in our life. And uh, we're going to get there together. I believe we're going to get there together. We're going to grow and move forward together because it's not a destination. I'm just making it on there. It's not a destination. It is this process. But then, th then there's this, which is what I was sharing with you that I am so excited about. There is no fear in love, okay? And I used to understand this, like, you know, like if, uh, if, a, if a dog was coming after, a, a pit bull was coming after one of my kids, you know, and was going to, their life was at stake. Yeah, fear is not an issue. I am going to attack that dog, and I am going to kill it. You know, I am, my love compels me to sacrifice my life for, you know, whatever it is like that, you know. Uh, and, and that's a super dramatic thing that I understood that. But, but this kind of thing where it's anxiety, where it's worry, oh, somebody could get sick, oh, somebody could die, oh, somebody could lose their job, oh, we could be destitute, all these types of things. There is no fear in love. That kind of love requires the connection with God where you're sitting next to him and sensing his presence in your life. And it's like, nope, no worry, no fear, no anxiety. Perfect love casts out fear. Perfect connection with the Lord who is love is the thing that casts out fear and casts out worry. I know all these things that we, I have said no I've not opened a new chapter in a, of the Bible that you'd never heard before. I know that, but I'm, I'm saying this uh, the best that I can to, to help us to get to a place that God wants us to grow to or the next day, place that God wants us to go to uh, in his plan for us as an individual, as individual families, but then also us as a church. God, he loved us so much, and he cares for us so much, and he wants to comfort us. You know, I love the scripture that says, cast your cares upon him because he cares for you, you know. And it's like, it's like, a, it's like a little child that just trusts mommy and daddy to utterly and completely. They don't even think about that mommy and daddy might not cover them. They don't even, that, that doesn't even enter in their mind. And that's how the Lord wants us to be. Cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. Like he's going to drop the ball. Oh, dang, I was so busy over here in Syria. I didn't, oh, I'm so consumed with what's happening in Ukraine. I don't have time for your cares. I wish I could do more about it. But God is infinite. He is personal and he's covering the Ukraine and everywhere else in this world. So uh, I'd like to pray, um, and uh, I'd like us to pray as a community, um, if we could. I know this is, this is different. It's been happening, you know, here in the last few weeks. But uh, I'm so thankful that God, uh, I, God has made a huge change uh, in our church and, and grown so much in so many different ways. Um, and I would really like to pray for our pastors Trey and Molly and I and I know it's probably painful uh, for them but I would like to pray for them and I'd like you guys to to pray along together with me Could, would you be all right with that
come on up here and let me pray. And you know, like elders or a few other people, uh, could could you come and lay hands on them and let's pray as well? You don't you don't have to you don't have to look at anybody. You can come over here and look at me. <coughs> I knew I knew this. Thank you, Lord. Could you just stretch out your hands to them? I'd have the worship team up here, but I have them right here. That's kind of hard. <laughs> Lord, we, we love you. We're so grateful to you. We're so thankful for bringing the whole Skinner family to this church. We know that uh, you have blessed them and have anointed them, and we just pray for them, Lord, that they would be, they would be filled with your spirit, fresh and new, that the needs of their life mentally, emotionally, physically, socially, financially, and most importantly, spiritually, would be, would be met in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that their faith is growing, that their love is growing, that their family is growing, and we pray for your protection around them. We pray for your strength in them. We pray, Lord, that they would uh, sense all that you are doing in their lives and through their lives and in this church in the name of Jesus. We pray for healing in every way in their family and in each of them throughout this time, God. We pray for great strength to manifest in them and they would trust in your calling. They would trust in your presence. They would trust in your power in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And now, the worship team up here. And uh, and I would also just like to pray. If you're, you know, we are about, you know, I've talked so much about love, and if you're, you're feeling disconnected, if you're feeling discouraged, if you're feeling separate, if you're just feeling down, let us pray for you. Let us pray for you. So let's just pray. Let's just pray right now because like i said in the beginning we love each other we care about each other but we don't know all the things that are happening in people's lives <coughs> so let's just pray for a moment you guys close your eyes and pray along together with us and you guys can quietly make music as we pray thank you lord